Hey, everybody. This is Zach. And this is Stuart, who's not interrupting Zach right now. <laughs> ah, did I? No, I no, no, that. you didn't. Um, I, I, I realized what happened um, because, you know, peek behind the curtain. We're recording this one when we, the same day that we recorded the book club one. Um, I don't uh, normally with you in the past. I don't yeah. immediately say my name. <laughs> oh, okay. So that was That's... on me. <laughs> I normally say, hey, everyone. You say, hey, everyone. And then we say our name. Ah, I see. I see. <laughs> so it's, that was a hundred percent on me. <laughs> it's that Richard who's corrupting you. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. changing it up. Yeah. No, uh, uh, <laughs> so I'm looking forward to the um to the Resident Evil Seven. Cast. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Peek behind the curtains. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are doing the Resident Evil. I'm sure. Oh yeah. No, I mean we're we're no everyone because the with the uh, first I think by the time this comes out i think the first five will have aired okay okay so so yeah so yeah like people know we're doing the entire series um well it's funny (laughs) at this point at the time in which we're recording this the first two have come out and i've already gotten a handful of emails of people going why haven't you covered zero or hey are you gonna do code veronica (laughs) it's like nice Mm, yeah but i mean no we're not gonna do those games <laughs> and well maybe if there's a uh, enough um demand yeah i mean if people want to um like sponsor episodes <laughs> or whatever there you go um yeah you can hit me up um yeah just just uh if you want to hit me up at my venmo it's warm <laughs> apple pie and uh yeah, really, just, your Venmo? Yeah, it is. Uh, warm apple pie, really? Warm apple pie. Yeah. So huh. if um yeah if you want to if you want to hear um Resident Evil Zero or uh Code Veronica, yeah, just shoot me some cash and say hey, I want to hear blah blah blah, and I want to hear I will, this. I will absolutely record something for you. <laughs> interesting <laughs> i didn't uh i did not know that was your vimmo i've never vimmoed you stuff yeah i mean i i don't really use it like i'll get a notification if someone sends me money or something but i i don't really use it huh. um, yeah i don't have a vimmo i i i guess oh, well that's why you didn't <laughs> you've never sent me vimmo <laughs> yeah uh, do you use cash app uh no i just use paypal Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. PayPal is my uh my transferring of Gotcha. Yeah, I it's guess, probably a little bit more secure than than Venmo. I've just had it forever. I remember the only reason I got uh PayPal was um back in college when uh Gaia Online was a thing. I remembered that from the episode we did. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Callback. If uh, if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you should check out our Gaia online. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that was um that was the reason I got it, so I could do the um, gifts. And um, yeah, I've just had it ever since college. Yeah, I mean, I don't ever use my PayPal very frequently either. Um, yeah, if I'm being yeah. honest, if if something is not set up to securely take a, a credit card payment, I'm just like, nah, I'm not gonna fuck with it. I don't know. Oh. It, it's it's kind of easier. I've been um taking a couple of uh dancing classes, and the way that I pay is through um PayPal. PayPal. Yeah. Oh, okay. And um, yeah. It's interesting because they do a um, a thing where it's like a verification on your phone. So I don't yeah. actually have to like log in as long as I have my phone. So, okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my wife does that because she, she orders a lot of like art and stuff from Etsy and stuff from small creators, which yeah. pretty much just use PayPal is my understanding. And so, um, yeah, I, like I, because I'm not doing that as much, I'm just like, eh. Yeah, I think it's also because it doesn't take that much out of the transaction. I think it's a very low percentage for yeah. like the transaction fee and everything. Right. But anyway, anyway, we're not sponsored by nobody. We're not so. sponsored by nobody, so don't use any of that shit. Use a barter system. Um, we're talking <laughs> Throw about money Steve. at people. <laughs> we're tied st- to a rock. 
<laughs> bury your money in the backyard. Don't use banks. <laughs> <laughs> Buying gold. <laughs> no, no. Invest everything in um uh in t in NFTs. In RTs. Yeah, NFTs, yeah. Take yeah. all of your money and buy bullshit online. That's just a scam. Go for it. <laughs> and then show it to me so I can right click copy image and then i've got it too <laughs> but i don't have the blockchain or the uh, chain block i swear fucking come at me you nft nerds <laughs> fucking morons i'm sorry <laughs> uh, we're gonna talk no. about stephen king's it the miniseries are um, we are we <laughs> i feel like we've done a five minute tangent of just <laughs> random stuff <laughs> Well, you want to do me, me, me's first? <laughs> sure. We can okay. flip it up. We can, yeah. I mean, it's, shoot, you're taking Richard's uh, formatting. Why not? Yeah. Okay. Why so, not? so uh, yeah, we'll, we'll do me, me, me's first then. Fuck it. <laughs> My first name, me, 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 is fucking FTs. <laughs> yeah. So NFTs. Why, why do you hate them so much? Um, I mean, because they're they're pretty categorically uh, a way for people to launder money and scam other people out of money. Yeah, it's it's interesting because like it's funny. Okay, so this will get into my uh, me 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 video <laughs> games. Um, Elder Ring just came out, which is a fantastic Souls like game. Um, the only problem is it it's not super hard like release sort of like what um um cyberpunk did but like you need a beast of a computer to actually play this game and even if you have a beast of a computer the game is still kind of like running at 30 fps's um mm. yeah and it's not great when you're trying to fight bosses especially when you have to like really time your roles and things along those lines so it's it's pretty it's pretty hard and a lot of people are asking for like refunds and stuff like that for this game. Um I was actually thinking about maybe purchasing the game and maybe playing it on stream and everything but like with yeah. having OBS capturing it and then like having my computer run it with all the other uh programs that I run I just don't think my computer can handle it and I've got a fairly top of the line computer um uh, and uh, you can go back to the computer build episode that we did to hear my specs if you're interested yeah. in what kind of computer i'm running but um but yeah people have actually been um asking for a refund or waiting for a patch to kind of optimize it to kind of like you know dumb down some of the uh, extreme graphics it has. Yeah. Which I totally understand. But um, where was I going with this? NFTs? Oh, yeah. So NFTs, um, it's a scam to take your money, just like people are trying to get their money back from uh, Elder Ring. That's that's my, my follow-through right there. Yeah, yeah. But... It, um... But I'll say what I have seen, um, because, you know, I watch people stream and stuff like that. And I've watched uh, a couple people stream the game. The game looks extremely fun. It's it's an open world. So it's sort of like a Dark Souls combined with Breath of the Wild. Where you have this large open world where you can pretty much go to any particular boss you want to. There's no right way of going there is kind of like a storyline that will draw you into particular like paths and stuff like that but really it's up to you to where you want to go and the game's beautiful it's gorgeous like i understand why it's you know it has such a high demand on your uh, uh cpu as well as your gpu but whew, it's a it's pretty heavy on the whole like demands from your system and everything along those lines. So 
I'm thinking I'm probably going to it's it's definitely on my games to play, but mm. I think I'm going to wait to see if it gets an optimize or an optimization patch where mm. you can really like dumb down the graphics and it won't be such a um strain on the computer. But it looks really cool. I was a big fan of um Dark Souls and Demon Souls, but it's more off of like the sideline sort of like Bloodborne and um Demon Souls. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah, yeah. I'm I'm I've been watching it. It just released. It's um very interesting and it's going to hopefully be something that I do play eventually. Is from what you can tell is the lore a little bit easier to follow because like I've I've played Dark Souls three mm-hmm. and bloodborne and both of those games are just like the proper nouns are coming to verb the village <laughs> you know? yeah. it's like, well i don't know who any of this is but okay fuck me i guess we're just killing things <laughs> um it's still along those lines where it's just like it's a proper noun the great or something along those lines ah. or it, yeah. proper noun the adjective <laughs> yeah exactly and um that's a little obtuse but yeah nonetheless i really do think that um the combat system looks really interesting and it's going to be a game that i purchase soon <laughs> yeah okay yeah. yeah i mean i've heard a lot of people speak highly of it um I I don't know. I, I think I need to see a little bit more footage to really want to like buy in. Plus I have like so many things in my backlog that mm-hmm. I should do yeah. that first, really. Yeah. Um I'm not sure how long like, it takes to beat that game. I don't... What systems is it out for? Um all the newer systems, PS5, okay. Xbox. Huh. I wonder that see, this is an old man question of like I wonder if it will run on the systems I have. Um, uh, let's see. So it will run on. Apparently, it'll run on PS4 and an Xbox One. Um, yeah. I have a I have a Series S. Okay. Um, I could give it a shot on that. Maybe. Uh, thirty hours. Thirty hours to beat it. Okay. Which isn't too bad. That's not too bad. Uh, I wonder if that's like one shotting everything or like yeah, the souls born like i'm i'm dying like a million times before i get this one yeah because i've got to learn this pattern exactly yeah, yeah. and it's definitely it probably be around more like 50 maybe then i don't know yeah i i feel like it's it's got to be double that right like, yeah. <laughs> like for the average person it's got to be like double that. learning it yeah yeah because it Dude. hasn't been out long it has right. not. Yeah, it, so... It, it, well, probably, like, a couple of days. Yeah, like, I mean, that, that'll that pinpoint... I think it came out, like, Friday, which pinpoints when we're recording this for yes. people <laughs> keeping track at home. <laughs> Stop following my movements. <laughs> Bury your gold in the backyard. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, I had a no path to try to get this back to um, NTFs but um oh okay um but i'm sure there's probably I mean, Elder just... ring oh oh that was my path so video games so i played my first topic is video games but uh some video game companies are trying to incorporate the like blockchain into their games boo yeah where you have like you can only buy this exclusive like item that's you know very unique because it has a blockchain but it looks like the exact same item as everybody else but yours is unique because it has a bunch of numbers in front of it or behind it or something yeah. along those lines it's it's crazy even even that horrible company i guess meta which used to be facebook they're like metaverse you can end up like buying an item from like a concert that you digitally saw and it would be unique because of the blockchain. So I, so I don't have the best track record because like I always say, 
I supported and still will will stand for the Ouya. But <laughs> you love there that is Ouya. no way in hell the metaverse is going to happen for a mm. variety of reasons that would take way too long to get into. Yeah. Like we could talk about that privately, I think. But yeah. like safe to say the the metaverse that that they're trying to make is not going to happen largely because of corporate interests in IP law. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that And like <laughs> the meta is, they were trying to be like, Oh, it's the way that you are going to, it's the new way that you're going to surf the internet. It's like, I don't want to put on a giant VR rig to like surf the internet. Like get out of here with that. So do you know what, what like, <laughs> Okay, for me, for me to want to engage with anything like that, yeah. the VR would have to fit in something relatively the same size and shape as my eyeglasses because I'm not walking around 24 hours with a six pound headset on my head. Yeah. Like they can get fucked if they think that that's going to happen. And yeah. I'm not the only person that feels no, that way. No, I, I, I believe you are not. <laughs> like Google, Google glass. Yeah, maybe, M mm. maybe I would give it a shot, but I, I really don't think that I would surf the internet that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it seems like a, a dystopia future. Like, yeah, well, it's like that joke ready player one or ready player two. <laughs> well, it's it's like that that joke that I've seen popping up where it's like, you know, it's always the way where, where a sci fi fantasy author writes this thing warning about this technology and some stupid tech bro takes it and goes, I'm going to name my technology after this thing in this book. And the author's yeah. like, no, wait, did you wait? Did you, did not you read, not it? read it? <laughs> <laughs> don't 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 name Skynet. <laughs> don't <laughs> do not call this skynet yeah fucking yeah. fucking palantir come on like did you not read okay anyway <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's me that that's number one for me okay uh yeah so i i got three things basically other than the the broad message of fucking fts um i have uh blood of zeus my wife and Ooh. i finished watching blood of zeus it's a uh, a netflix anime cool um it combines it combined both of our interests in anime and mm -hmm. Greek mythology because okay. it's it's well and it's it's Greek mythology through the lens of um anime. So it's yeah. it's very epic and very weird and it's like I I don't remember that god doing that from anything that I've read. <laughs> but okay, go off. <laughs> um, but, uh... I don't think it was oh no, it was um Oh, actually, yeah, it was renewed for a second season, and the creators say they have five seasons outlined. Well, that's um, awesome. It's very short though, because it's it's like a lot of the um, uh, Netflix American anime or American written animes. Because mm -hmm. I, I think it's American written. Oh no, Greek. It's Greek. Um, people of Greek descent uh, mm. who are American do okay. it. So uh let's see so and american? it's it's being yeah so it's american and it's being produced by a south korean studio so mm. um yeah it's just a, a cool little mishmash of of different cultural touchstones that are that are worked in um but it's it's like a lot of those types of anime that that mainly are coming up on netflix where like you know traditionally anime would have like six 12 or 25 seasons or 25 plus yeah. <laughs> right like that's generally the the numbers they hit this first season has eight episodes okay um so it's actually you can get through it really really quick um i will say it took me an episode or so to get into the animation style because it uses that like blend of 3d and 2d oh interesting yeah it's like it's like 3d cg but it's it is still a 2d animated show if that makes yeah. sense yeah um huh. and it's it's just really interesting it, it um you know it, it, is it follows kind of like a battle royale sort of deal no it it follows um uh a guy who realizes he is a demigod son of zeus because you know zeus spent most of mythology fucking his way through everything um, and anything everything in creation yeah um and so 
you know, like he like his character, I forget his name in it because we finished this a couple weeks ago. But um, so like he let me let me look it up. <laughs> Let's see. OK. Uh, Heron. So his name is Heron um, and he's trying to save Olympus and Earth. Um, so Heron is not a an a, a, a mythological character like he was created totally totally for this show yeah. although there are other demigods of zeus like in mythology like hercules is a demigod son mm. um and like the way the show is set up it's it claims that it's supposed to be like the it's a lost to history story oh yeah, right? yeah. and so it's like he interacts with other gods and other situations that are covered in myth, but this is like a lost history type thing. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's really fun. If you like Greek mythology or anime, like it's, it's interesting. I I'm, I'm liking the, uh, like, I think we talked in, in our anime whole episode of, of how, like when we were coming up, anime was like specifically from Japan Whereas now, like, like I said, going through this production company, like these are, this is written by, um, Greek Americans. Yeah. Uh, and then animated in South Korea, but it's about Greek mythology and a Japanese animation style. Like just that blend of, of, um, cultural touch points and styles and stuff. Uh, I think really worked to its advantage. Like I'm, I'm liking this new trend in anime to, to nice. kind of diversify a little yeah bit. to like change up um i haven't watched it but it's something that i do want to watch um a bunch of like um real famous uh animation studios in japan took small stories of star wars and like animated like kind of like a uh, almost like a animatrix style sort of deal oh right and they are supposed to be someone like the ballerous like episodes and everything along those lines is it is it a visions yeah is that the name of it maybe yeah so visions is yeah it's a show on disney plus it's it's in my queue Mm. um i for a second i thought it was forces of destiny but that's a different star wars animated show yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) but yeah it's supposed to be real good it's something that i want to watch like I don't have Disney Plus, so it's one of the things that, you know, with all the uh, streaming services, like my big Mm -hmm. streaming services is, um, well, I'll get into this, is uh, Crunchyroll. Crunchyroll finally got me because uh, Demon Slayer, uh, the second season, came out. Mm. So... I've been uh, watching that. I haven't gone through the entire thing, but that, like, the studio is amazing. Like, the animation style is just fantastic. I don't know what they do or, like, how they pay their um, animators, but they should probably pay them more because (laughs) it's just, it's beautiful. It really is a beautiful... um, animation style and everything and i've really been enjoying it i've sinosuke is one of my favorite uh characters and he is hilarious uh he's the boar one i'm not sure if you hmm. know many of the uh characters he wears the boar head and he has like two oh yeah, yeah. I've, I've seen art of him yeah yeah he is he is hilarious i'm actually uh well, uh, not spoilers, but I'm actually planning on doing a cosplay. Oh, him. yeah! You're gonna like custom order the Borge mask, or do they make those? Uh, they actually make those. Uh, so I am going to get a Borge mask, but I'm going to custom make the um, bottoms and his shoes. And I saw a tutorial on how to make like the swords and everything. Oh, nice! Yeah, so I am. I'm looking forward to actually doing that cosplay. I think it's going to be really good. And since it seems that a lot of the conventions are still planning on happening this year, I am looking forward to, you know, debuting it sometime this year. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Are, you, are yeah. you gonna like as soon as like Momocon or? Um, I'm not sure when Momocon is. Uh, is that during the summer? Did uh... they move that back to? Because like everybody kind of moved around their con last year, kind of yeah. pushing it to the very like end of the year, just you know, to make sure that like things were safe and whatnot, which fantastic. Oh yeah, so this is oh <laughs> yeah, so this is uh May twenty sixth to May twenty ninth, which I was supposed to volunteer, but I I'm still not comfortable being in that number of people. Okay, to be honest, and, but hey, hey, I mean that's all a personal choice, it's a personal thing. thing. Yeah, um, I'm I'm just really hesitant because I know it, I interact fairly frequently with a number of people who are immunocompromised. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, probably then. I feel like May is a very doable, doable number. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then on the whole cosplay um, aspect, it's it's really interesting. Um, there is a new anime that just came out. I haven't seen it, but it's um, it's Dress Up Darling, which is really interesting. It talks about like an actual like cosplayer who interacts with this guy who creates those um japanese dolls those very like um are like in not ancient but like very um old oh, the, tiny. Um, i forget exactly what their names are yeah my grandmother has some from when she was in high school because mm. she did not like ikebana or messing with with uh um or those and she has a couple of those that they're they're super articulated um yeah uh let's see they're they're like ball jointed yeah dolls. and they're they're kind of like porcelain like their faces look very porcelain yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um i i just what are they called yeah i'm blanking Ningyo. On the name. Ningyo. yeah 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 so it's um these two people and since he's really good at like you know, sewing and creating these dolls, um, she gets him to, like, create cosplay uh, outfits with him. It's really cool because, like, the studio ended up, um, like, interviewing a cosplayer and getting, like, all the feedback of, like, what goes into, like, cosplaying. And they interviewed, like, this one famous uh, guy who does those dolls. And uh, just sort of like what goes into creating those dolls and things along those lines. And even the um, the creator of the dolls watched this series and was super happy the way that they portrayed like his craft. He was like, I, you know, I felt it was a very much an honor to like the people of his craft. So, so that was cool. Uh, again, haven't seen it. But a lot of people have been like highly recommending it. So, yeah, yeah. Well, it's yeah. always good to to kind of see what's up in that because because I don't have Crunchyroll, and so I feel like I do not have my finger on the pulse of what's popular with anime. <laughs> yeah, it's just there's so much and so little time with like all of the projects that I have and everything along those lines. It's it's a yeah. lot. It's definitely oh, a yeah. lot. So it's it's hard to like keep up with things but yeah and you're is... you're a um you, if i recall correctly you were a subs not dubs person so you can't like put it on in the background <laughs> and kind of zone I out mean, <laughs> you know maybe a little like, bit but not like yeah, yeah not like hardcore where it's like yeah but yeah yeah, yeah that that was that was my my second um, okay um so Mine is, uh, let's see. So another anime is, uh, that we tied up is record of Ragnarok, which oh, is another yeah. Netflix anime. Mm -hmm. Um, it is, it's kind of a tournament anime, but it's <laughs> so the general plot, apparently it's, it's adapted from a manga, <laughs> which yeah. I've never heard of. There's a second season coming at some point. I only um, know this series from the memes. And mainly Zeus. So it's funnier <laughs> if if you know the memes from um, I think it's Aphrodite who has who has 
boobs so big that there are statues that accompany her to hold them up. Yeah. Like everything is weirdly proportioned in this anime and it's just like rippling muscles and grossness. It's surprisingly fun though. (laughs) Like it's the, so, so the, the anime itself has uh, the first season has 12 episodes Mm -hmm. and I want to say they get through like three fights. <laughs> yeah. Like, so, so it seems kind of hard. The, um, yeah, like basically the, the way it goes is that every thousand years, the gods have this council that decides the fate of humanity. Mm-hmm. And finally they come to the decision that humans are irredeemable and they, they got to go. Um, there's a Valkyrie who, like really pushes and advocates for giving humanity a a shot to like prove that they're worthy Mm -hmm. um, by holding a Ragnarok, uh, which is a tournament with 13 notable humans from across history uh, against 13 of the most powerful gods. And like I said, I think they get through three fights in the first season. Um, If, if humanity wins seven times, so the majority of the 13 fights, um, they they win being spared from destruction basically um and let's see so the human representatives uh that they have let's see uh let me go through here so they have lubu who is a han dynasty imperial china um fighter Mm -hmm. they have adam the literal progenitor of humanity from the bible you mean not adam the giant mecca weird thing that nope. from this guy in evangelion nope nope like adam he is like a a very muscly young man who is very pretty who <laughs> just like runs around naked and beats the shit out of people with a knuckle duster um let's see kajiro sasaki uh mm-hmm. and yeah those are the three you get through they introduce the next fight jack the ripper is going to be in there yeah um which i i don't know if i would call jack the ripper a fighter he was a serial killer <laughs> like that's much different than a fighter but go off um but everybody loves jack the ripper uh raiden buddha <laughs> because buddha's known for his uh kicking ass taking yeah. names yeah 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 uh uh kin shi huang um the mm-hmm. founder of the uh kin dynasty uh soji okita michelle nostradam or nostradamus, nostradamus uh, yeah <laughs> um uh Simo Haya, which I'm actually looking forward to. Do you know who Simo Haya is? No. Um, he's a uh, a Finnish sniper from World War II. He has I forget the exact number. I want to say it's 300 plus verified kills. Jeez. Um, it's from World War II. It he would he would equally target um Nazis and also Soviets. Oh wow. <laughs> Like he would just post up and take him out. Start, yeah, yeah. Um, that would be interesting. Um, Leonidas from you know Sparta. Um, yeah. Nikola Tesla. Uh, Gregory Rasputin. Hang on, and... Nikola Tesla. He's yep. really much of a fighter. Nope i I don't know what they're going to do with him, but it's probably going to be fun. Lightning. It's always lightning. It's never the pigeon. Yeah, it's never the gonna, pigeon. It's going to have to be lightning. Um. You know, he was uh, in a very serious relationship with a pigeon. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think he wanted to marry it, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, Rasputin and Sakata Kentucky, who is a folk hero from Japan, from the Heian era. Um, the gods are Thor, Zeus, Poseidon, Heracles, who Heracles is not a god, but okay. Um, Shiva. Heracles? Or Hercules? yeah hercules yeah in in the show they call him heracles um which i mean i think that's the original greek for for hercules um okay let's see shiva zirafuku 
Bishamantan, hmm. uh, who is a heavenly king of Buddhism. Uh, Hades, Hermes, Aphrodite, Ares, Susanoo no Mikoto, um, who's a Shinto god. Uh, Odin, Loki, Heimdall, uh, Hugin and Munin, Anubis, Apollo, and Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Yeah, and the people who are fighting are not who you think would fight. Like, I think Adam fights... Um, I think Adam fights Ares, if I remember correctly. Mm. Let's see. Yeah, no, so Lubu fights Thor. Um, And then... Zeus and Adam fight. Uh, Who's next? Kajiro and Poseidon fight next. And then, like I said, they tease the next round with Jack the Ripper. Um, But yeah, like if if I were a better cosplayer, like I would. Well, and not, you know, so overweight. (laughs) Like uh, if if uh, I were a a person who cosplayed and could like make costumes and stuff and were like in Olympic God level shape, Mm -hmm. I would love to cosplay Thor like do me a quick or are you i mean you're connected to the internet um i am look up thor plus record of ragnarok okay uh uh image am i going to be impressed um you might be if you look up uh thor, Mjolnir. Rag- hang on thor uh record yeah record of ragnarok yeah. anime and then hammer Look at the oh, size hammer? of this fucking hammer. <laughs> it's re- the, Dang. the like Dang, I would love would, like that would be really cool to see like PVC foam like because I mean, that's how you would have to lift it. Like yeah, you, you could yeah. not create something that was actually solid like it'd have to be hollow. <laughs> but like that's pretty cool that the art looks really I, I, the art kind of looks gross like if i'm being yeah. honest like the proportions are super weird yeah. but well um i mean with my sinosuke um cosplay since he's shirtless and everything i gotta get ripped get some gotta abs. get buff yeah back <laughs> on that meat <laughs> <laughs> gotta lift bro do you lift do you even lift um, so yeah, I, I recommend Record of Ragnarok if if you just want a good time. That's one that you why, don't why have to listen Adam to. Adam just naked with a leaf. A um, leaf. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, All right, I'm going to stop looking at these images. I feel oh, like they the they get real. To, they get real fucking porny. Um, FBI is going to like knock on my door and be like. All I know is like I was watching the show and like Adam comes up and I'm like, one, that's oh. hilarious. Two, <laughs> that's super hot. Like Adam is strong, super hot. Yeah. But it's a weird super hot because like he's got a very pretty face and then it's just like ripped fucking muscle. <laughs> and a fig leaf. <laughs> yeah, not a fig leaf. To cover up the bits. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um and yeah, like there's so much weird porn. Uh, around just this show specifically. Um, uh, and yeah, if you haven't seen her, do a search for Aphrodite. <laughs> she's got is this statues. just going to be Stuart looking at... She's She's got statues holding up her boobs because <clears throat> they're so massive. Too big. Yeah. Too big. Yeah, that's, that, that's like some drowning level. Boobs. Okay. Um, yeah, no, like the proportions on this show are hilariously out of whack, but I mean, I guess they are like God, literal gods fighting. So, yeah. you know, um, I recommend it though. It's, it's one, like I said, um, you can just throw on dubbed and li- because like I, I watch with subtitles because of my hearing issues. And so like I, um, you know, I, the 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 audio and the the subtitles match close enough especially with intent which is important so like the they did a good job dubbing it i mean does she fight no no she's a spectator oh okay okay. yeah 
but okay. yeah, that that's that's uh, my number two. Oh, okay. Uh, my last thing is so Square Enix put out yet another demo of Triangle Strategy. <laughs> still, still the working name. They I, don't have <laughs> one yet. Yeah, it's getting close. You would think. Um, you think they would figure it out that well, well to interject briefly i know richard talked about this oh um, did he? and i asked him oh well no no i'm not not oh, to okay. cut you off but <laughs> i wanted to share something with you that um i was like why is it called project Tri- triangle strategy and he's like well um there's a triangle <laughs> yeah, it, that your people it, are positioned in and you find i was like that is the laziest way to name that game <laughs> It's, but anyway, it sorry to cut off your <laughs> No, but it's a working title. It's still a working title. Mm-hmm. They're going to come up with like an actual name soon. Presumably. <laughs> Presumably. Um, but yeah, it's um it was a a release demo. It's actually the first three chapters of the game. And it's nice because you can actually port your save data to the game so you don't have to play through those three chapters again. Oh, nice. Yeah, because those three chapters, um, a lot of talking. So I actually, I streamed it, and it was about four hours. I ended up cutting it, you know, I did two hours one day, two hours another day. Sure. But in those four hours, only three battles. And it's just... (sighs) Yeah, and it's a lot of just like, again, they're trying to like build the story, which is great. You know, I'm glad that they're building the story, but it's not the most riveting demo. Sure. Because the the previous demo, um, really, all they did was like, oh, here's a battle and here's the mechanics of the battle and stuff like that. And here's the mechanics of like the um, the system, which they have where you basically you have pathways and again i'm not sure like if this is going to be more of a like a branching pathway thing where it's going to look like a tree or if it's going to look more like a diamond where there's going to be a bunch of pathways to the middle and then it kind of funnels you into the actual like ending ending so Hmm. that'll be interesting to see but like it's like oh you're the leader of this group and you want to give like everybody an option to basically have a say of like where you're going, but you can like influence these people. So they really don't have a say because you're basically just like influencing them. So (laughs) it's, it's strange. It's, it's definitely a strange game, but the mechanics that they did show off in the battle are a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a, uh, I think it's going to be a fun game, and I'm glad that I stuck with it. Like at first, I thought uh, maybe I was just going to do the two hour stream and not come back to it, but I'm glad I came back to it. And uh, yeah, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun getting into the battles. There's a lot of mechanics, and it's very like grid base. And yeah, I'm I'm happy that i played through it and you know it's probably going to go on my uh my list of games to play nice it's very akin to final fantasy tactics it's oh i I know you love a tactics game yeah (laughs) it is a tactics game and the thing is like a lot of the spells are like spells named from final fantasy but it's not a final fantasy game yeah so it's going to be interesting when they actually release that name of the game and it's a Final Fantasy game. I could see that. I mean, well, like what Final Fantasy, would it be like Final Fantasy New Tactics or something like that? Something along those lines, yeah. So not like a numbered entry. It's not no, like that significant. No, 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 okay. I don't think, I think it would be along the kins of like Final Fantasy, you know, New Tactics or like Brave Default sort of deal gotcha okay okay but yeah i mean all all in all it was fun i'm i'm glad that i gave it a another go but um but boy is there a lot of talking in that game (laughs) there's 
quite quite the uh, chitter chatter. <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> but that's um, it for me. Okay. Yeah. Well, so my last thing then is uh, I read through uh, Rat Queens, Ooh, uh, the cool. comic book. Um, yeah. It's it's interesting. So it's it's uh, if anyone's unfamiliar, it's a comic series that follows a female group of adventurers, like very D and D style. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there is a she's a cleric. I would more call her a warlock, but she's a cleric who is an atheist. There mm-hmm. is another character that I would call a warlock, but they call a sorceress, um, thief, and a fighter. Right. Okay. And like, it's a very adult thing. Like it's super graphic and super gross in some places, but um, mm. it's kind of like, like I could see this being kind of like an adventure zone type thing where like the writers have a D and D group that they, that they um, just like, Hey, adapt. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like in, in the story goes in some weird places. And I know that the, um, the original artist and writer kind of had this rift pop up that I, not been able to find out what it was related to Hmm. online um Mm -hmm. and so the art changes and then the story changes because there's new writers brought in and um towards the end of it like i think there's only like six or so um graphic novels out like that collect them Mm -hmm. um but yeah like it's it kind of starts to get weak around volume three but you know, it's still an enjoyable read, and I, I finished the the story that is out there so far. So, well, good. Um, yeah, I recommend that. Nice. So uh, that was enough of a tangent uh, that <laughs> we can start talking about Stephen King's It, the miniseries. Um, All right. So we have not burned ourselves out. Just we yet. have not, not not yet. So. Um, <laughs> There's a lot of backstory through this, so I'm going to get through it as quick as I can. So, uh, for anyone who is unaware, this is a two-part ABC TV miniseries. Um, yeah. So, the reason why it was it was uh, done this way is that, and, and this is to kind of give a history lesson, sort of, as well, to like put mm-hmm. on my teacher's hat for my media studies courses. Um, so TV in the eighties, um, for that was like marketed for adults was either soap opera sitcom or like dramatization style shows like, uh, like unsolved mysteries for the most part. Mm -hmm. Um, in the seventies TV movies were like kind of at their highest point. Um, eighties, it started to, to kind of dip down a lot because, vhs is a thing like why why would you watch a tv movie if you have access to a vhs VHS, you can just watch whatever um and at the time uh there were shows out like freddy's nightmares and friday the 13th uh the the series they had really low budgets they had bad effects and because it's on television they were too too censored right Mm -hmm. um so so uh you know King was kind of skeptical of it adapting it or having it adapted uh, because, you know, the book is a thousand plus pages and they wanted to have it be like four hours plus commercials, which at the time would have meant around three hours. Um, But Twin Peaks and Tales of the Crypt were happening, although I would argue that Twin Peaks and Tales from the Crypt were on cable and not ABC. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and kind of, kind of changing what the landscape looked like. Um, you know, George Romero was originally supposed to direct. So ABC says, great, we'll do four, two hour blocks for eight hours. Then it became six hours. (laughs) Then it became four hours. And so Romero actually left to work on the, the colorized version of Night of the Living Dead that he did in 1990. Which, mm-hmm. if anyone is interested, um, Night of the Living Dead has an interesting history. Like, because they, like, the whole reason that people can use zombies and stuff in media now and kind of just rip off that movie yeah. is because they, in a, they they did not correctly file a, per, a, um, a copyright on it. Uh... And so it's just, like, you can, you can just 
Like if you wanted to rent a theater and you had access to the, the film prints, you could just screen it and charge whatever, because it's just basically open domain. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, huh. Is my understanding. Granted, I'm not a lawyer. Don't actually do that, but I'm pretty sure you could. Um, yeah. So they hired uh, Larry Cohen to start working on the script. He had written the screenplay for Carrie. And so King was fairly familiar with him. Um, and they ended up cutting flashbacks. So they, they made basically the first episode, the kids and the second episode, the adults, just mm-hmm. like the movies will do as, as we'll talk about later. Yeah. Um, the director is a guy named Tommy Lee Wallace. He co-wrote and directed, um, this this movie and he also directed probably my favorite halloween uh franchise film um halloween three season of the witch okay which later this three yeah halloween three is fascinating which Hmm. listen up in the future because uh richard and i are planning on covering that in the future are you um, doing the entire Halloween series? Or? No, 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 no. Just, just that just one movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> um, and the reason for that is a lot of Halloween is similar. Like it's, oh, yeah. a lot of it is disposable. Hmm. Um, but yeah, they so they shot the movie in three months in British Columbia for more or less twelve million, is my understanding from what I can track down. Uh, maybe, maybe more, maybe less. Who knows? Hmm. Um, <clears throat> there were some risks. Uh, with doing this at the time uh, again horror was not popular on television um, yeah. ABC had really bad viewership at the time um, and then the more recent theatrical King films were just box office bombs um, Stand By Me was really the only recent hit he would have had around the 90s hmm. um, and that that Stand By Me I think was like 83 or 84 ish yeah um and like I said, you know, standards and practices at ABC had really, really tight restrictions on blood and gore. Um, so they had to make this more of a psychological horror, um, which I would argue, and I think argued in the last episode, that King, I think, intended it to be a uh, psychological horror. There's just, there is gore in it because yeah. of the nature of it. But yeah. But um, again, yeah, I also think that it's uh, more psychological than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, you know, uh, the director, Tommy Wallace, had also worked with John Carpenter um, and he made a second pass over the script uh, without having ever read the novel. Um, So he he cut some stuff. I think it's largely inconsequential stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. The the polished final draft after reading the novel. or he he polished the final draft rather after reading the novel so he had no darlings to leave like if he liked a scene in the book it was like okay well i cut that so i don't really yeah i'm not really attached to not having it in here um so so he he didn't have any of those those uh darlings left in his in his uh, rewrites yeah Mm -hmm. um the interesting thing about this is that it, um, you know, that, like I said, there are lots of risks in this. They also had a problem when it first aired because this is still a time where, um, television could just randomly be cut out, uh, to cover important news stories. And oh, so, well. so Bush was, uh, traveling abroad. And so there were frequent broadcasts interrupting the runtime, mm-hmm. um, so people would be like, have to catch it in the middle of something that cut out after there was an update on, yeah, the president landed safely in Japan and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And then back to it. But they've, they've missed part of the scene, yeah. um, which is a problem. <laughs> um, exactly. But despite all of that, it was ABC's single highest watched and biggest success in 1990. Um, they had mm. 30 million viewers. Uh, they won an Emmy. They won an Eddie, which is a, a type of editing award. Oh, cool. Um, I don't rem- I don't think they actually do the eddies anymore. Um, yeah. And weirdly, this version has a lot of spinoffs. Um, there was an indie fun Indiegogo funded documentary about the production called huh. Pennywise: The Story of It in 2020. 
Um, there's an alternate history sequel short titled Georgie. Um, it was done by the same people who produced the documentary, and they did the original worked with the original actor who played Georgie in this film. Um, there's nice. also an Indian film TV uh, that is, or an Indian TV film rather, um, that's 52 episodes called Whoa. W O H. Um, and it's an adaptation, not of the book, but it's an adaptation of this miniseries, yeah. which is strange huh. to yeah. me, but it's also like, whoa, I want to see what else that works for. Like, yeah. like, can we get a video game adaptation of Warcraft? Yeah. That adapts cool. the movie. <laughs> <laughs> or like that's I always strange. say, a video game adaptation of resident evil the film series the film series where it's more of a a gun and or a running gun yeah yeah Yeah. and you know some some other risks on this my notes are kind of everywhere on this one but other risks are are that the only other tv adaption or adaptation that uh was done on a king work was salem's lot and 75 by toby hooper Mm. um and so yeah like king was not very heavily invested but was like eh Eh. Yeah. yeah like his his whole opinion was that tv horror was faint-hearted and unimaginative yeah are his words um and you know he's also was like well there's rules against showing kids in jeopardy so yes. like how are you going to adapt this because <laughs> half the book is kids in jeopardy jeopardy yeah um and let's see but like i said you know it was successful um and so the success meant that king works like this point is when his work started being adapted more because at this point then then he gets tommy knockers adapted then he gets langoliers then rose red then wider the dome um the uh the mist and then 11 22 63 Hmm. um the let's see and then abc gave king the chance to write his own screenplays himself so like the abc versions of the stand and the abc version of the shining um he wrote the screenplays for both of those oh wow yeah interesting yeah um and yeah so those are all the pre-production notes on that um Mm -hmm. the the miniseries itself is interesting um because like I said, it it was adapted by people who didn't read the book and then they read the book and then went back and they polished it. And so there's a lot of um, a lot of stuff cut out, but I think it's largely inconsequential. Um, like it starts off in 1950 um, and then then the thing is, oh, well, it operates every 30 years. So it's like 1960 and then 1990 is when they go between um the animatronic spider that they have have the group fight looks kind of ridiculous yeah um let's see it miniseries spider i'm gonna see if there's there's a cover worthy version of this online um but yeah, it 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 looks kind of goofy, but it looks alien, and it works for some reason. I think mm-hmm. the um the the remake has him in a kind of spider form ish. Yeah, um, but but the miniseries one looks creepy because it's actually there in the room with them because it's an animatronic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but yeah, largely the end end of the movie follows the book like it it, this is actually a much closer adaptation of um the book than the movies like because the movies they can do the the like graphic horror sequences and the bad language and all that stuff but like i don't know i don't think the movie is made up of those things or the book rather is is made up of those things like i don't think cutting all of that um like makes this work worse than that if that makes mm. sense like yeah it, that does you know it it's um the casting in this is pretty good i think um the the characters that play bill and beverly um john ritter plays ben who mm. th- that's honestly how i pictured 
the character John, before yeah. I even <laughs> saw this was John Ritter with a beard. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, do you prefer this over the actual movies? Do you think just because they were able to have like a little bit more breathing room, they could like expand on some of the ideas? Um, that's probably it. I mean, the the total runtime of this, I want to say, is like three hours. Like it's mm. it's pretty short. Mm-hmm. And I think technically, if you watch the movies back to back, I think the movies have a longer runtime. Oh, okay. okay. So I don't I don't know how much breathing there is. Like because, like I said, they cut some stuff, but. A lot of the stuff that they cut is things that would have been cut anyway because of like it, it being like internal monologue yeah. or like King describing a scene and things that are going on in the scene that a character is like hiding for, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so like there are large sections that. where yeah. where that happens, too. So. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, Tim Curry, I think, is a fantastic choice for Pennywise. Um, yeah, I mean, I think he's the more iconic Pennywise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my my favorite, um, not well, not my favorite, a a photo that I I have used and like to use in the past on social media is there's there's a pretty famous um, oh, like yeah. candid shot of him in costume as Pennywise he's just hanging out. Yeah, but he's. He's off screen because it's it's in between takes or, or, or something like that. And he yeah. so he's got a towel over his shoulders and he's got an umbrella up and he's just smoking a cigarette and he's staring off into nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> like he just looks like he's done with the day. Yeah, he's just burnt out. He's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's a I, I think Tim Curry does a fantastic job as Pennywise. Um it's it's honestly like my my favorite adaptation of it um the the only thing that they could have done i think to make this like because you know the effects are are goofy because it's a tv movie from 1990 like the effects are going to be goofy yeah Mm -hmm. um you know the the movie has better special effects but i don't find I don't find there to be any difference in the level of acting between the two. Like, cause the people who are acting in this movie are acting for TV. Sure. Yeah. But, but like, they're, they're still, st- putting, yeah. Yeah. Like they're still actors. They're putting in an effort to mm-hmm. convey the written word from the screenplay. Emotions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, let's see. The werewolf is kind of goofy looking, but again, that's just <laughs> costuming. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of interesting scene, like the um, the the Chinese takeout scene. Oh yeah, uh, I think they they move that from the restaurant to them eating Chinese takeout in the library, and so there's a whole lot more of like it fucking with them in between scenes yeah. while they're remembering and- memories and stuff. I do feel like this adaptation doesn't really lose much from the book. Like it feels like, you know, it covers pretty much most yeah. of the base, right? Yeah, like it covers like most of of what's in the book. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's uh, oh, another that, thing like, that I'm looking at. Theme. Oh, go ahead. I-, I was just saying that it still carries like the overarching theme of like Yeah. You know, oh yeah, yeah, the... yeah. It um well in in also, it uh, I'm, I'm looking now on IMDb. Apparently, a bit of trivia is that part two of it was the most VCR recorded television production of the <laughs> 1990. Um, nice. I don't know how they have those stats, but yeah. OK. <laughs> um, yeah. It's even got a young Seth Green in it. Oh, right. Seth yeah. Green. Like, he's gosh, you got to look for him. But it's like, oh, right. That is south green yeah he does make a good ralphie ralphie <laughs> yeah um but uh but yeah no i um i really like this i've i've had this on vhs which at the time they they um you could get it in walmart it was it was uh twelve dollars instead of the oh, standard yeah. six for a videotape and so it um 
it came in a double VHS container, which um, those are fun. <laughs> those take up a whole lot of room. Yeah. Um, I mean, VHS is took up. So I've had it room. on DVD and then, yeah, like I um, in trying to it? get to get rid of stuff. I, you know, I don't have it on DVD anymore, but I did get um, a copy of it on Prime. Nice. So, yeah, like every every Halloween or so, my wife and I will just watch this, the the miniseries as part yeah, of our, because our Halloween. Yeah, because it's not watching. much of a, a commitment or anything. Yeah, I mean, you know what's going to happen. It's not like, yeah. 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 So, yeah, I, I do recommend this um, over the two movies, but the, I think the two movies still offer. Um, they bring some of their own, like, ideas to the table. Yeah. 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 Um, well, did you have any final, final thoughts? Um, no, I mean, from what I saw, it was a, a good series. Yeah. Um, like I said, it, it did keep like the overarching theme of like loss of childhood and everything along those lines. Yeah. Um, it's funny because I believe Pennywise is the most recognizable clown. Yes. Um, <laughs> And he beats out like Ronald McDonald and Bozo the Clown. And oh, really? I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think um, when they were creating this miniseries, they used those two like um, uh, clowns for like visual imagery and stuff huh. like that. That's why he has like a very Bozo-y sort of feel to him. Yeah. Yeah, with like okay. the red nose, the big hair. Yeah. Like... <laughs> Yeah, but he's not like the missing hair and every. Well, yeah, the missing hair and everything. So, so yeah. I mean, all in all, I think yeah, it is a good watch. I do feel like if you are really interested in it, you might want to start off with the book first. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe go to the miniseries and just sort of see exactly what changed and everything but i feel like you would probably get more enjoyment out of out of the book oh totally yeah yeah okay well yeah it sounds like both of us recommend it <laughs> yeah and uh yeah i think i recommend it in the order that we're covering it too like like you said book miniseries book. and then the movies the movies okay um, so yeah and well, it'll be interesting to hear what you have to say about the movies okay yeah yeah absolutely but uh, yeah, we'll do that for the next couple of episodes and we'll see you guys later. The uh, current book club book is still Ernest Klein's Ready Player Two. Yeah, dystopia. Getting yeah. into that metaverse. Gotta get into that metaverse. Gotta get my bored apes. Yeah, gotta get my NFTs of um, <laughs> shirts and um, I guess no pants because you don't have a half body or you don't have your lower body in uh, the metaverse yeah who needs pants only... if no one can see your lower half yeah it's it's chest up baby chest yeah. up <laughs> bye bye <laughs>